0: What's up, fine folks? Episode 19 of Double Tapped is here. Whoa. I'm Jay. <laughs> Dynamic start. I'm exactly. Tanner. Oh, I'm Tanner. We got a jam-packed show. We do. Let me tell you. Like Strawberry. One. 17. 19. Really? No,
1: I'm just doing it because it's episode 19. Oh. You're,
0: you were right about the lyric. This okay. is not I thought you were correcting me. Hope there goes gravity again. Okay. Tanner, tonight yeah. is our fantasy football draft. Yeah, I don't normally just wear a football jersey. Good, cheap, Coors Light. Fits the bill perfectly the for such an occasion. The mountains are blue, Jay. The mountains are very blue, uh, and my uh, head is very nervous <laughs> for the about draft. The draft, as yeah. We've we sort of discussed this. Uh, Monkey wrenches are gonna fly. Shout out to Foo Fighters. And I'm not gonna know what to do with myself, and I'm just gonna go with the flow and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I think you're a little more nervous than I am. I, I'm I'm just more excited to see what everything like. We're finally here.
0: Yeah, we are. We, finally We're here. finally at the draft. I you can and, finally stop doing mock. I was gonna
1: say you and I have been doing mock drafts. I mean, you more than I, but I, I've done probably ten to fifteen now yeah. at this point. Um, so I'm I'm excited to finally get that out of the way and be and be done with that part of the fantasy see
0: i kind of want i kind of wish i could do that for another month
1: sure yeah i wouldn't
0: mind another lead to draft in but yeah but aside from all the mocks yeah what else have you been partaking in game wise i'm gonna
1: be honest pretty much nothing pretty nil i've been working my ass off Mm. this week uh i've been pretty loaded with freelance stuff i have played a little more dead by daylight we've talked about that game a lot so there's no real reason to uh i've tried a couple new killers if you didn't know the Stranger Things stuff is going away. Did you hear about this? I Yes, I did hear about this. So, uh, for those of you <laughs> listening who may not know, Stranger Things has uh, Nancy and Steve and also the Demogorgon, Nancy and Steve, Survivor side, Demogorgon, Killer side, uh, as playable characters in Dead by Daylight, and at the end of October, I want to say, maybe November, uh, they are, Netflix is basically revoking the rights from the game. You can still play them if you own them, but you have to buy them before that time right. runs out. So. I, I was playing Demogorgon, tried him out, was not a fan of, of playing him as Killer. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of NFL Street just mm. to sort of unwind at the end of the day, but really I have not played much at all. What have you been playing?
0: Well, what I've been playing we will talk about in further depth. Sure. When we get oh, to yeah. Our,
1: we'll talk about one thing I played as yeah. well.
0: When we get to our big topic of the show, we will unveil a couple of things that right. we have really been hitting on, and I'm presuming will be in the title of this video, so there's yes. really no point in dancing around that I've been playing Hades and you played 12 Minutes, 12 minutes and yeah. we'll talk more about those here in a little bit. <laughs> right. But, for now, let's talk about some news. Yeah. Of which there are a few small things and a few big things. Okay. And one that we're going to lead off with, particularly weird thing. Okay. Martin Luther King <laughs> is set to make an appearance in Fortnite as if the shark hadn't already been jumped. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this. I don't even want to. I don't think I have mixed feelings. I think really, this is, I'm on the. This is kind of in poor taste side of things. I think it is too. Uh,
1: there is a there is a point of it where I can see like, well, it's better to educate these kids about it through Fortnite than them not know it at all. There. Hopefully, they're learning it in school, but who knows?
0: Yeah, presumably, uh, but
1: yeah. So I, that part of it, I understand that like. They're trying to do a good thing here. Yeah. But if you watch the video about like, hey, experience, like walk through time, or march through time thats what it's called. March through time, uh, you know, go through D.C. and and go to this museum in Fortnite. Apparently, to their credit, chat is off and emotes are
0: off. Good. So all <laughs> you
1: can do is walk. Otherwise, it would turn racist really oh, fast. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get who it's for. Uh, I assume they're doing it as like a hey... We thought this would be a good idea, but it just comes off very
0: weird to see MLK in Fortnite. And it comes off weird as it, it's not even on MLK Day. Yeah, it's just in the middle of like summer fall like which, when it's not
1: I guess in a good in a way is a good thing, right? To like not just do the MLK stuff only on MLK sure, Day. But fair. it's a it's just a, a, it's a weird thing. It, I yeah. don't know how to feel about it. I don't I understand what they were going for and I understand, you know, there have been creators who have kind of uh posted similar things. Like black creator friends of mine, but I think a lot of people are just like, what? What? Yeah. Why? Why? It's one of those double like, are we in a simulation? What's going on? This feels like the algorithm went wrong.
0: Yeah. Like you could, you're right. Like absolutely, this just feels like something from the Twilight Zone of like or Black Mirror of like, oh, we teach our kids about you know racial justice via the most popular video game in the world. Right. Yeah. Very bizarre. Not much more to say about it than that. Can't wait for Rosa Parks and Roblox. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, that doesn't feel any different than this. we don't have to just play Roblox sometime and then review it. <laughs> I've, like, I've, I've dabbled in Roblox. I've never, it is, it is something else. It is. I hate it, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, there was also a Pokemon Presents. Yes, uh, didn't show us a ton, you know, of new detailed stuff. Right. Basically, with Pokemon Legends Arceus, they showed a little bit of gameplay of you actually flying, mm-hmm. very akin to Breath of the Wild. And when you encounter wild Pokemon, they actually swipe at you, the person, until you throw like a Pokeball at them or something like that to engage in battle. But at the end of the day, I didn't garner much, you know, new excitement from Mm. these trailers. I'm about in the same place I was with Legends Arceus that I was when it first dropped the trailer originally. Yeah. And as far as uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes go, yeah, still. The Diamond and Pearl remix—you know exactly what you're going to get there. And I don't know if you are getting any more excited for either of these games. No, uh, like
1: I, I mentioned before we started recording, I haven't seen any of these, either of these because I was just so busy this week. But uh, from the sounds of it, it sounds like more of the same. Uh, I don't—I don't have the nostalgia for Diamond and Pearl that I do older <coughs> Pokemon games. Yeah. So for me, I was probably out on this already, unless people were just like, "It's amazing," and you know, unless I got this huge Pokemon itch. RCS is definitely the one I'm more excited for, but even then. It's still so unproven. Like, Absolutely. We just don't even know what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, what it's going to play like. Even though they may show gameplay, like we don't know what the moment-to-moment gameplay is, how it differs from other Pokemon games, how far away it is. We don't have a date, right? They didn't say that.
0: Uh, no, the date is uh, January,
1: Oh, yeah. of oh, next year? Yeah. Holy crap, never mind. I did not know it was that far along. Uh, well, let me
0: double-check that. I'm almost positive. That's yeah, feel free.
1: Uh, well, there you go. I have not paid much attention to Pokemon. Which, but
0: I think that only adds to your point that it still looks a little jank sure it, and it's coming out it's in five or six early access ish yeah uh yeah i don't know
1: i i unlike a lot of people was not soured on pokemon with pokemon sword and shield but definitely mm. was like maybe i've moved past this yeah. or maybe you know maybe i'll get the edge for it in 10 years But i don't need to play every one of them anymore january um, 28th wow okay so, so beginning of next year looking pretty packed oh yeah with stuff so that's really exciting.
0: the December-January turn is going to be a lot more packed this year than it has been. You've got um, Halo at the beginning and Dying Light at the beginning of December. Turn around in January, you've got Elden Ring, Pokemon. I forgot Elden Ring was January. Uh, Again, praise be. Please (laughs) don't delay it. Um, And then in February, you have uh, Horizon. Yeah. It's going to be a good few months, a good winter for games. Yeah. Which is kind of unusual. It is. But... Speaking of Horizon. Whoa. And one other game. Whoa. Two games are getting 60 frames patches uh, on new gen consoles that I'm personally pretty excited about. One okay. being Horizon Zero Dawn. Hey. The other being Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh I don't know if you saw this. I didn't see this. Uh, That's both of these good. games have get are I'm not sure if they're out yet. Uh Horizons is. Yeah, I don't I saw know that if Horizon is. went live yet. this week. Um but both these games are getting updates, and I'm thinking that's a very good reason for me to finally replay Horizon after I had tried it just a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, and sort of was like, eh, runs like a mid-cycle PS4 game. Right. right? It's not quite as smooth. Yeah. Um, and then Odyssey, which I had touched very briefly at one point, Yeah, I think might get a significant boost because I didn't love the combat because it felt kind of slow, and I'm like, maybe mm. this will make it feel a little more fluid. Yeah, maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll revisit either of these. I haven't been revisiting anything as it's getting patches, but it's been nice to monitor. Yeah. Just in case, you know, I do feel like replaying something old. I can go, all right, what has a patch and what doesn't, because I will definitely lean toward whatever yeah, has sure. a patch. Um the game that I've been wanting to replay is T 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost it's almost time to play that game again. So uh and that already has a patch, right? That has a PS5 so. patch. So I'm happy for people who are excited to play Horizon. I don't think I'm worried that if I replayed Horizon right now it wouldn't be as exciting when Horizon Two drops. Like, I would have to play it almost immediately. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to play those games back to back. Sure. So, uh, I'll 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 f- I'll think about visiting that Odyssey. I loved, obviously, but I spent a ton of time with, so I don't yeah. think I'm gonna revisit that. But I'm happy for people who yeah maybe were playing it already or uh, have thought like you like put yeah. it on the shelf and maybe want to give it another go. Yeah, it's better
0: incentive for the likes of me than the people who actually went, right you know throat deep in it the first go around. <laughs> That was a word to use. I couldn't think... Knee deep is really not that deep. Right. Shoulder deep? That sounds worse than... Eyeball deep? Oh, no. I don't know. Deep. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gamescom happened. Yes. And I'm going to pull up an article here. Okay. It's really just a rundown. All right. This is from The Beat, I believe. Comics Beat. Shout out. It pretty much says, everything announced at Gamescom 2021. And I don't know if it's entirely comprehensive but as always it's all the big stuff. Sure. And we're just going to run through it and just see what we think. Okay. First thing here, Destiny 2, the Witch Queen showcase, for their next big uh expansion.
1: Yeah. To, are you uh, uh,
0: Are you ready to jump back in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I I could I'm be a little convinced. Ready. I'm I could a little to, ready. I could
1: always be convinced to get back into Destiny. Uh the funny thing is though if they kind of Destiny kind of bachelors themselves. In that, on The Bachelor, they always say, like, the most shocking finale yet. Destiny always goes, the biggest expansion yeah. yet. So, I mean, it probably is. It's been a while since they've released an expansion, so I not. I would not be surprised if it is. But it's just funny that that's always their selling points. Like, it's more shit
0: than ever. Yeah, really.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, we both love that game. We both love Bungie, I think, as a whole, so... I'm excited for them to get more stuff out.
0: Yeah, I'm curious because I think I've gone through two major cycles with Destiny 2 yeah. so far. Yes, yeah, and here. I'm curious to see if this is enough to pull me in for a third. Mm. Let's see.
1: Do we think that this will be the last Destiny 2 expansion? That's a good question. I would think yes. I would kind At least of least expansion
0: hope... of this scale. Yeah, you know,
1: I would kind of hope yes, but I feel like if it were, they would say that. Yeah, I feel like they say the last. You know, the last big expansion. like I feel like you sell it as that. Um, so I'm not sure it is. I don't know. Destiny two is a big question mark, I think, for me, all the time. Where it's like, are they gonna make a new game? Are they just gonna keep evolving this platform? When does that timeline switch? Like I really wanna know their approach internally of how the next ten years look with yeah, Destiny.
0: Me too. Very curious to see. Yeah. Now we pivot. Xbox Gamescom showcase. Some of the stuff that Microsoft had in store. Mm. Uh, they showed some flight simulator. Well uh, a little bit of that top gun maverick expansion. <laughs> right. I forgot that was happening. Let's see. Crusader Kings 3 is coming to consoles. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Roguelike Dungeon Crawler Into the Pit will mm. launch on Xbox Game Pass day one.
1: Okay, this is not the
0: this is not the drink box game, right?
1: That's called no. something else. That uh, was also shown
0: though everybody wants to be a hero yeah or something, something like, that. like
1: that it's a long title yeah huh i wonder what into the pit is i didn't see yeah. this trailer
0: unfamiliar with into the pit you might have to watch it let's see more forza yay yay cars and then here's the show that i really want to get into yeah the show that was going on while i was at work and i was keeping tabs because mm. this show was apparently pretty darn good yeah uh, and it was gamescom opening night live uh jeff Keeley's baby Let's run through His here. Fourth baby. Yeah, that's true. He has a lot of babies. That Jeff Keeley. Mm-hmm. He, you know. Nah, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> One of the first things revealed here: reboot
1: of Saints Row. Yeah. So I did watch this trailer. Yeah. Uh A lot of people hate it, Why? which surprised me. I don't know. I that was my reaction. The video has more dislikes than likes. Um, on whoever uploaded it uh some people were like we waited seven years and this is what you give us and it's like somebody was like put these hipster protagonists back in 2013 I was like they don't even look that hipstery like I don't I don't understand the 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 hate this game's getting uh I'm excited as someone who spent way too much time in Saints Row 3 uh Saints Row 4 I played a little bit of never really got into but uh I love Saints Row 3 this seems like it's Somewhere in between, I've never played Saints Row 2, that's the game that all the Saints Row fans are like, Saints Row 2 is the yeah. the, the, the the sort of holy grail of Saints Row. It seems somewhere between 2 and 3, mm-hmm. because it's got a little bit more of the faction-y stuff looking like than... I mean, 3 has factions, but it's not really important. Uh, but it also has some of the cartoonish campiness of 3 and 4. So I, I like the look of it. I think it's time for them to do... We're doing Saints Row now, it's not Saints Row 5. Um... New look, new, I hope this is, it was one of those trailers that is obviously pre-rendered and not an yeah. engine or anything, so I hope it visually looks as good as that trailer did. I probably won't, but uh, just being realistic. I liked everything they showed. I liked the character, I like how charismatic it was. The
0: weapons look cool, I'm in. Yeah, I played more Saints Row 4 than I should have. Mm. Um, I never got as into Saints Row 3 as you did. Um, but I played a fair amount of Saints Row Three. Also, never touched Saints Row Two. But I was always in, in the mindset of, I wish they would pull this back in a little bit. Yeah, they've gone too far. Oh, I agree. And that's four why was, I, four was too far. Yeah, four me. was ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad <laughs> that they're pulling it back to say, uh, this is certainly not a hundred percent like a sim. No. But it's still you know a, a little wacky, a little like you know off color. Sure. But. I like this vibe better than the like crazy superheroes and alien invasions yes. that was in all the way of what, four, and like, got out of hell, or you invade hell in the Saints Row 4 DLC. Right, yeah. I much prefer this brand of Saints Row. Three, to me, was the perfect, and again, that's
1: where I started. So, I think, like you, if they had reigned three, like, the end of three gets a little ridiculous, mm-hmm. but, excuse me, but the be- <laughs> that was a weird hiccup, but the beginning of three, that's just like an action movie, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but then four starts, and you're the president, and it's just like, all right, this is this is too far for me. I, I agree with you completely. Didn't you and I also play Saints Row o- 3 online a little for a, bit. a little bit? Yeah. D- that was, I think it was the first game just you and I played together. It's
0: possible. Because
1: uh, I had to get the trophies for online, so shout
0: out. Also, shout out to Call of Duty Vanguard, yeah which we discussed last week, I believe. We did, uh, yeah. When it was getting topic. leaked, and now it is fully revealed. There was some gameplay shown, and i got to say... Looks pretty good. A little more sold on it now? Uh it gives me and I don't mean this in the sense that just because it's also a World War II game, mm-hmm. but it gives me Wolfenstein vibes in Ooh. the sense that it's a lot more it looked very atmospheric. Okay. Compared to the dem- the demos that we were seeing for like Black Ops Cold War, there's like, oh, generic, you know, middle of the night guys walking through trees <laughs> right. invading this little air base. Like yeah. it seems very run of the mill Call of Duty. Mm. Whereas this is not like breaking new ground at all, but seemed to be more evocative in the setting and like everything was dusty and like enemies were like dark and shrouded oh, cool. and you were moving through this like building, you know, collapsing and stalling around. I'm like, yeah, that's exciting. It takes me back to world at war vibes, which I loved world at war when it came out, especially the single right. player, honestly. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to be back for this one. Nice. I took a year off. Yeah. It's been a while for me with call of duty too. I may, I may join
1: you and diving back into the cod pool.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, yet to be seen exactly how this is going to integrate with Warzone. Sure. Because obviously it already is to a certain extent. Yeah. And whether they really overhaul Warzone we'll see. I don't know that I, I don't see myself getting back into Warzone no matter what they do. But regular I, Call of Duty multiplayer. I could, to think? be honest. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Warzone but I'm with you. I, I I am more hopeful for
1: the regular multiplayer. Not to cut you off but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I am more hopeful for just the you know one of the, the things that I love that they that they are, they put more focus on a few years ago is the two v twos and three v threes.
0: Gunfight, gunfight's awesome. Gunfight was a really I awesome so mode. So
1: much gunfight. Uh, so hopefully they have some integration of that.
0: Maybe if they do like a real war zone overhaul where you're actually fighting in like a German city as they're yeah. like taking back, you know, the war on the Eastern Front. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. And actually over, like, reskinning everything with World War II guns and everything. I could get behind that. Yeah, that
1: would be the pitch to get me back in. Almost
0: a Warzone 2 type yeah. thing. See, Microsoft shared a cinematic trailer for the first season of Halo Infinite Multiplayer. So mm. they're going to be operating on the, the season format that everyone does these yeah, it's days. Yeah. The,
1: I mean, to be fair, though, I, I like it more, I think. I like seasons and I like having something to get excited for three, four months down the line yeah. as opposed to, okay, we've gotten all our XP. Like, I know. It is the new hotness, but I think it's because it's fun, <laughs> and obviously they make more money from it because they can sell season passes and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but I don't mind it. I, I I don't mind it. I like earning XP and feeling like I'm doing something every day. Yeah. Th- thanks, Fortnite.
0: And I guess that makes sense because compared to like the old Call of Duty prestige system where you were just chipping away at one progress bar yeah. until the end of time, with this, it resets you every so often. It gives you a good incentive to come back should you choose to do so. Yeah, Exactly. They also revealed a sick-looking controller. Did you see this? Yes, I did. and It the, sold the out immediately. Chief controller. Yeah, it's it so cool. Awesome. I, this is a really cool debate between the DualSense and the Xbox Series X controller, yeah. which I don't really know if it doesn't have a particular cool name.
1: Well, there's the Elite. That was an Elite controller, right?
0: Which is like their high-end, really, really nice yeah. controller. But just in a broad sense, it's so clearly form versus function. Like between the two, Xbox yeah. rocking these insane color like combos and letting you customize and put your message on there. Yeah. Whereas the DualSense offers the best in terms of tactile feel and sure. you know haptics of any controller ever. Yeah. So it's cool to see these diametrically opposed approaches.
1: Yeah, the way they sort of bifurcated and their approach is really cool. I, I really want an Elite controller at some point, just because I want to see what all yeah. the hype's about. Uh, and yeah, that one looked sick, but it sold out immediately most places. not a surprise.
0: Let's see a new trailer for Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. I could not care less. No,
1: I'm 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 generally out on Lego games now. But shout out shout out to those games because people like them.
0: Yeah, and still, you know, I've you know touched on my little bit of sourness for Star Wars after the last few movies. So <laughs> right, fair, yeah. I'm really far out on this one. Yes, Two K Games debuted a trailer that we just watched right before this. Marvel's Midnight Suns. This trailer was sick. It was. It was a very cool trailer for a game you and I are probably not going to play today. Exactly. I was like, Marvel? Cool. Everybody rocking black and gold, walking out to inner Sandman. You got me. Yeah. Turn-based combat? Never mind. See ya. <clears throat> uh,
1: I will say the one thing that I noticed and kind of piqued my interest, though, was that at the end, the splash screen was Fire Axis, who are the people who make Civ. So I, if I were to hold out hope for any turn-based game... It would be a Fire Axis game, but yeah. I, I still doubt that I'm going to be in on it.
0: Something I am going to be in on. Uh huh. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, yeah, Baby. Dude.
1: You can play as the cat from Persona. Yeah, that's what I said.
0: They revealed Morgana <laughs> from Persona. Couldn't have told you that was the little cat's name. I probably could have if I really reached deep. But
1: yeah, cool. I'm excited for this dude, game. Sign me up for Super yeah, Monkey I'm Ball, so baby. Uh, when did it come one- out? Do we have a date?
0: I'll look it up here. Vamp.
1: Uh, I will say I saw I saw an image I'm gonna find it of someone making fun of how Sega just puts all their stuff together, and it was like Super Sonic, Monkey Ball Mania, Blitz, Royal, Persona, and Tails. And I was like, "That's awesome!"
0: October one. Oh shit. First of October. That's this year. We're like a, a little more than a month away. That's awesome. That's something to look forward to. Exactly. You'll get the review of that game from us. You know what I'm not looking forward to? What's that? Riders Republic. (laughs) Right. right, Who cares about this game?
1: (laughs) So this is the game, if you don't remember, because I had to just think, wait, what is this game? (laughs) This is the game that's like snowboarding and skiing and a bunch of like Extreme sports racing
0: of all kinds, really. But
1: this was the game that if you watched our E3 reactions, you and I both were like, Oh, it's going to be free to play. Yeah. Like it has a free to play look. It that vibe. It needs like 60 people per race. And so it's like, all right, you have to have it free to play. You sell cosmetics. You sell, you know, cooler bikes and shit like that. It makes sense. Nope. This is a $60 game. No one's going to play it. <laughs> I cannot imagine this game selling
0: well. No, me neither. Next up, Far Cry 6. Yet another trailer. How many trailers do we have to see for this? game? I was game? gonna say, is
1: this game ever gonna just come out? Like, what's
0: what's going on? When is Man. the
1: when is the date for that?
0: Well, wait, wait, October seventh. Oh, so
1: it's gonna get trounced by Super Monkey Ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly what's gonna happen. No, Far Cry Six is gonna sell
1: fine. I I hate that I'm more and more out on this game. Me too. I mm-hmm. I don't know
0: that I was ever particularly in on it to begin with. I was kind of in. I'm but just sort of Far Cry has become the new. Annualized franchise that I don't care about in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, I like, am like every Far Cry feels exactly the same. Yep. After four was really not great, I you know dipped my toes into five, and I was like, well, yeah, it just feels like more Far Cry. So I am just assuming until they really shake up the formula, that it is what it is. I saw someone making the joke on Twitter that was like,
1: uh, <laughs> it was making a joke about the stuff happening in Cabal Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and uh, someone was like. Afghanistan's in turmoil, the Far Cry 8 developers,
0: and they were just like... Oh Oh, yeah, I did see that. Uh, They're like, Civil War in Afghanistan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, not to make light of a terrible thing that's happening, but... uh, But that
0: does seem like something they would do.
1: Right, because it's it's always... They're very formulaic. I will say the one... I liked... 5 is the most interesting one since 3 to me, just for the story. I I did love the story of that, but uh, um, until they tell something that interesting from a story perspective, I don't want to slog through the decent gunplay and that's it
0: yeah let's see Guerrilla Games uh, announced that Horizon Zero Dawn will both be getting a PS4 patch let's Hooray. see here and then Forbidden West is officially coming out February 18th we now know not for that sure. far away no and this is sort of where I envisioned it was going to come out to begin with yeah. This is the same part of the year that the first one came out it will be about five years prior when this game releases right uh, that makes sense and yeah cool yeah cool excited for Horizon looks great yep not much more to say about that one when are we gonna see God of War I don't know it feels like forever since we've seen
1: that game yeah I hope we see it soon technically
0: we haven't even seen it that's true since we've seen a teaser for that yeah. game I imagine we'll see something around E3 season next year for it to that's then release that's what I'm hoping for next holiday yeah. yeah why they ever said it was coming out this year in retrospect you know I was excited of course yeah. how could you not be but yeah, bad move. Corey yeah. Barlog. Come on, Corey. Let's see. And Alana feuding on Twitter. New World, the MMO published right. by everyone's favorite corporation, Amazon, it says. <laughs> that is their quote, not mine. That's good. Shout out to Getting an open beta speech. September 9th.
1: I don't care, but I will say. <laughs> I will say. I have friends who like MMOs who are very hype about this oh, really? game. Yeah, the open- I thought
0: you were just going to go into a complete non <laughs> guy I don't care, but hang on. Let me say this:
1: everybody draft. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, no. I have friends who are super into MMOs. Obviously, there is a big, depending on who you ask, there is a big crater. Left where WoW was, because mm. a lot of people are, you know, anti WoW now, which understandably so. Did you see, by the way, that the California government is accusing Activision Blizzard for shredding evidence? I heard about this. This is the new development in that story. I cannot wait for the documentary that comes out about yeah, this, like three be, years from now. It's gonna be something. Just let no clip do it. Just let Danny O'Dwyer just go in there and do it. <laughs> um, but no, I know a lot of people have gotten into fantasy, uh, fantasy final, Final Fantasy fourteen online as their, like, new MMO. But I know a lot of people who played the MMO, uh, or the open beta, sorry, for New World, and were like, this has promise. So, yeah. of course, MMOs are not our thing. I think Destiny is close as either of us to get sure. to an MMO. Uh, but excited for the people who are excited for it.
0: An out-of-nowhere game called Doke-V. Did you see anything about no. this? No. We'll watch this trailer afterwards. because I've only seen a little bit of it. Okay. But it seems to be they're trying to be, like, the Pokemon killer. Like, this looks like what you would actually want an open-world Pokemon game to look like. Even though the, like, creature design is fairly generic. Sure. But it's very, like, Breath of the Wild, pretty open-world. Cool. But in Monster Collection style. I might be in. We'll catch up on that one and get back to you. And obviously, I don't think there's even, like, a release date for it yet. So this might be very far away. But something to keep an eye out for, at least. Yeah. And Gamescom 21 ended with an extended look at Death Stranding Director's Cut. Of course it did, because yeah, yeah. Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima are secret lovers.
1: Yes, uh, Jeff Keighley cannot cannot quit
0: Hideo Kojima. Uh, cool. Yeah. By, I'll i eventually play this game out of curiosity. I just don't know when I'll do it. I won't do it until it's free. That's probably Probably. Yeah, because totally I feel like it'll eventually be like a plus game or something. Yeah. Or if I ever, it ends up on, I could see it end up on Game Pass over there one yeah. of these days. Yeah, I'm totally, I have no concept as to how i would feel about death stranding mm. it's weird it is weird like i don't know i, I can't anticipate whether i would like it or yeah, not yeah i can't either and i I love art house
1: stuff but sometimes art house stuff turns me off like 12 minutes did uh-huh that's right i did the segue this okay, time okay fine are we ready for it I sure are ready for cool. it cool uh so i have already done a video on this channel it's very short uh about my if you're watching the video and not listening to the audio. Uh, about my
0: disappointment with Twelve Minutes, uh, Jay. You said you had a lot of questions, so now here's what I want to preface this conversation with. Uh huh. I would like us to go full spoilers. Oh, okay. Because I want to know. All right. Well, that that's a good. That, con- and I've read enough about the game that I'm not. I don't plan to play it. Okay, that's so. a
1: good. That's a good contrast then to what my video was. Should we then do Hades impressions first?
0: We can do that. Just in
1: case people want to avoid spoilers and don't want to skip it.
0: Sure thing. We're going to give you like the next 10 minutes to click away (laughs) as I talk about Hades before we spoil 12 minutes with Tanner because I I have questions.
1: I will do a separate, uh, there's the crawl down here. I will do a separate tab for it. So just whenever the Hades one ends, we'll get into 12
0: minute spoilers. Okay. So I played, or am playing, Hades. Yeah. Where are you, first of all? I just beat the first boss a night or two ago for the first time shout out to Meg uh, and got to I forget the name of like the second like lair of hell uh, Asphodel Asphodel, or something. Asphodel yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I got out of Tartarus for the first time mm. uh, did that beat her with the Aegis shield okay as my weapon right uh, which I'm, I've enjoyed the shield I'm pretty much anti bow and arrow in my brief time so far Interesting. I'm okay. either sword or shield and I have yet to unlock whatever that next weapon is spear yeah I remember seeing the spear there locked up.
1: Yeah, I think you can unlock the spear and the shield in the same like I think they unlock at the same time. Gotcha. It's just whichever
0: one you choose Which one to pick. You choose. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you want to know about what I think about it? Uh how do you feel about the gameplay so far? It is not what I thought it would be. Interesting. Okay. How and so? I don't know what about I guess my preconceived notion about Supergiant games was that you were on sort of like a gridded System, Right. So you're thinking more Transistor. Yes. Gotcha. Which I thought that's what Transistor was. So I kind of had just assumed right. that Hades would be a little more rigid in its controls, where it's really not at all. No, it's very fluid. Um, And it is very roguelite in the sense that you're just going through corridors. Yes. It's like, can you make it through this one? You go to the next one. Can you make it through this one? You go to the next one. Right. And it tells you exactly how many you've gone through. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And now that I have the touchstone of Returnal to yes. sort of... Say, oh, you're just trying to make it from you're surviving each room. You're not going through one endless, you know, cascade of enemies. It's like right. you make it through this room, you try to regroup, and then you decide which room you want to go to next. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, Gameplay is fast and fluid and, you know, frenetic, and there's some interesting enemies. Those diamond things are kind of frustrating, the little skulls that come flying at me. <laughs> um, I And I, here's what I'm struggling to determine in my head. Okay. I, I mean, I guess the game is hard, but I guess roguelites, by definition, are usually hard. Yeah. But I, I beat the boss on the second try, that first boss. Okay. So I'm kind of like, is this game actually that hard? Or am I, And I'm not saying I'm good at the game. Sure. And I got to the second boss once. The and, Bone Hydra? And got you know my ass handed to me right. uh, the first time, as yeah. soon as all of the different heads started coming at me. Sure. Um, But yeah, I'm like, how long will it then take me to learn... This boss and I'm I don't know how many layers you have to ascend through mm-hmm. my guess because I've heard that the runs in Hades are relatively short sure would be three okay but I don't know do you want to know no okay I'll leave that to that's why mystery. I was gonna that's why I was gonna yeah. just hold off um yeah I'm I'm into it at this point cool I
1: will tell you this uh it took me 36 I think tries to beat a run gotcha. to finish a run uh, do you know how roughly how many tries you've done? I would say <clears throat> eight to ten. Okay, that makes about that makes some sense then where you're at. Um, I would say it does slowly ramp up in difficulty. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna ask you about the difficulty because I think that's a lot of people's sort of hesitation point with this game. I, I know people who, uh in chat, who have been like, man, this game looks so cool. The, the soundtrack's great. By the way, what do you think about oh, the soundtrack?
0: Oh, I, I texted you, I think. Yeah, you did. When I fought, uh, what's-her-face with first time? Meg, Magera is her and name. <clears throat> I was like, no one told me that there was going to be, like, epic rock music to accompany these boss fights. And I don't know, and I... I don't recall the music of the Bone Hydra for the first one because I've only seen it once.
1: Yeah, I don't remember Bone um, Hydra.
0: The Meg fight is like the.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> yeah was like, I'm very into this. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Super Giant, known for their sort of soundtracks, they always like they sell vinyl pressings of their soundtracks. Like they're really into their soundtracks. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people who have been like, "This game looks cool. I love the idea of it. It looks too hard for me." Uh, what would you What would you say you're feeling on
0: that sort of scale? I don't think it's too hard because mm-hmm. <clears throat> for a person who's not acclimated to the top-down, you know, style, sure, it didn't take me too long to sort of in, in any like I think you could argue argue a game like Returnal just because of its perspective and array of movement is harder because it's a little oh, harder. Oh, sure, to I would grasp, say Returnal's harder. You know, not just because the boss design or the enemy design is harder, but just because there is more to comprehend of movement. Yes, and you know that sort of thing. Whereas this, it's like okay. You just need, the thing I'll need to learn is exactly how all these enemies behave, mm-hmm. which I'm still learning. Yes. Um, how the different weapons, obviously, interact and what all they can do, because right. even though I beat her with the shield and was using the shield in my last run where I got all the way to the bone hydra, mm-hmm. I still don't think I quite grasp all of the aspects of the shield and how best to utilize it. Sure. Um, and that's why I sort of like just the sword, because the sword's simple and easy to understand. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that the difficulty is a turn-off in any sense. And, Fair. But that's coming from someone who I enjoy a challenging video game. Yes. So keep that in mind sure. when I say that. Uh, how do you feel about the boon system? I don't understand that yet. Okay. Is that the things that you like pick up? Yes, the, boon, periodically the that boons are like are the gifts, from gifts from the gods, from the gods. Okay. yes. I do, okay, then I do like it. Mm-hmm. The thing that I just realized on this most recent run, because I think Zeus sent me something to start the run. Okay, okay. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm doing, like, uh, chain lightning damage every yes. time I, like, hit an enemy. Yeah. But then I reached a room where Aphrodite had dropped the little thing. Sure. And I picked that up, and it got rid of my Zeus boon. Right. Which I did not know was going to happen. So it tells you that at the bottom yes. where it's
1: like, we'll replace whatever. Uh, so I really, I think the real sort of genius of the gameplay of this game is the boons. Mm-hmm. Just like any other roguelite, it's all what you pick up on the way. Like *Binding of Isaac, it's all about how those little whatever those things are called that you pick up work together. It, most of them are building yourself throughout the run. Um, and what they do really cool in Hades, and I'm not going to spoil certain aspects of the boons, but uh, are just the way the boons interact with each other. Uh-huh. And you can have <coughs> such different builds that are so strong uh, that it's really not... Wor- so each god, or each deity I should say, each deity has sort of a type of boon they give you, right? Zeus is all about lightning damage. Uh Poseidon Brosidon, as I call him, because he's like a surfer dude. Uh Brosidon's is is about like splash damage and like pushing people away, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And the way all of those things can interact is really wonderful, and that's the thing that keeps me excited for each run, mm. it like even after you finish a run, is Okay, what happens if I get this one, but also this one? How do those work together? Yeah. It's it's
0: a fun curiosity to pursue. And I'm still, you know, navigate. Uh, really, all of the sort of meta upgrade stuff mm-hmm. is going to take me a while to sort sure, of, of course. unveil in my head. Yeah. Because um, I'm still learning, like, oh, I've got this, uh, like, uh, something, like a positive liquid in a vial. Oh, I can't uh, remember a- the ambrosia. name. Ambrosia. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, give this to somebody. Oh, no, it's Nectar. Nectar, Yeah. It's like, give it to, to somebody. I'm like, well, who should I give it to? I don't know. Right. Like there's uh, the sleep chick, Hypnos. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hypnos is, Hypnos is a dude. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I did not. know that. Uh, Yeah, Nix is, and then is the- uh, Achilles over there. Right. But then you can also just give it to Hades. Right. Um, which I haven't done yet. You can also give it to any of the gods that you get a boon for. Oh, really? When it oh, pops up- Oh, yeah. I did just see like, that option one, one time. Give nectar,
1: yeah. Huh. So you should, I'm going to say you should do that to somebody. Sure. Because that'll help you. Okay. Um, but again, I don't want to spoil too too much. So okay. uh you can also give it to Charon, the uh oh. the the boatman that sells you stuff. Gotcha. You can also give it to the dog. You can give it to a lot Cerberus? of people. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so yeah, nectar's really good. Have you messed it all with the and sorry we're getting into like the deep dive of the systems, but uh, have you messed it all with the mirror? A little bit. Okay. How do you feel about those things?
0: I like that because it's the only—it's the thing that makes me feel like I'm making permanent progress. Yes, it's one of the only ways to progress overall. Yeah, and I think one of the first things that I unlocked is basically the first time I die in any run, I like revive with like X amount oh, of health. I think death defiance. Yeah, I think is the name. of That was of the one part. of the first things that I did, and I—that was it's how I so worth it. That was how I beat uh, what's it, meg. meg. Yeah, Megara. Uh, I beat her after dying and reviving and then I th- what and it's scary because when you kill her the mm-hmm. animation is almost the same as if you had died.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh,
0: wait, I thought <laughs> I almost had her, but then I was like, oh no, wait, I did have her." Yeah, screen goes black and then there's like a sh- a vial of blood that shoots up yeah. basically.
1: Um Okay, so if you had to give it an an approximate score right now with how far you're in, you're you're you know. Yeah. You've gotten you've seen the second boss once.
0: What would you give it's it? It's a solid 8 with room to grow. Okay. I think that's you know, fair. I, it's an objectively stylish, fun game, and if it really gets its hooks in me, it'll go north of nine. Yeah, and we'll see if that happens. How do you feel about the sort of the play on the mythology?
1: How are you? Into I'm all it? about that. Yeah,
0: I think that's one of the coolest parts of yeah. this game. As a lover of like history and just mythology, and mythology is sort of just like if superheroes crossed with history, <laughs> right? In a lot of that's weird a great ways. Way to describe it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm very into the stylization of it. Sure, uh, Hades is funny looking.
1: Yeah, he is. Good old, good old Devil Dad. Yeah.
0: Uh, who's your favorite character right now? Uh, I don't know. Mm. I I don't know that I have much of an opinion because I haven't spoke. I mean, Zeus just being like, eh. well, it's funny to me that all of the gods or the deities when they gift you things, a lot of them are saying like. Well, we'll like we'll see you when you get out of there. It's kind of like what they're saying. And yeah. I'm like, Ooh, do I actually get to ever see like what it would be like to get out of here? I know mm. you you beat a run. but I don't really know what beating a run even means. Sure. Yeah, and that's
1: that's um, a fun part of it too to discover. I'm excited for you to discover what lies ahead. Yeah. Um, and I guess the only other like how do you feel about the how do you feel about the perspective? Because I know that's a lot of people's like I don't want to play a
0: top down game. I like that it's not. 90 degrees top down sure that perspective little, really turns me off yeah um but this sort of like letting you sort of see what's ahead of you in better ways yeah yeah i don't know it doesn't bother me okay. i don't i haven't thought too much about it
1: honestly i think that's probably the strongest thing that you could say about the yeah. top down game is it doesn't bother me yeah uh,
0: like my main concern going in was less the perspective and more just the fluidity of movement sure which has been there in spades so i'm like yes. okay this is fine
1: yeah the way you can move around the
0: world is really cool uh Voice acting? Have you noticed any of the voice acting yet? A, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It's it's very anime. Sure. It's kind of how I've thought about it. It's
1: probably as far toward anime as I really enjoy. Sure. Uh, specifically, Meg's voice mm. is awesome. Shout out to Avalon Penrose, uh, which is an amazing name for a real person. Very true. Avalon Penrose, what a cool name. Uh, she <laughs> she posts TikToks of her doing basically. All, all I can describe as voice thirst traps with doing Meg's voice. It's mm. wild. Um, but yeah, shout out to... I love the character design in that game.
0: And like I've, you know, like the first couple runs where I was i was like, okay, paying attention to everything. Mm-hmm. But then I've... And you know, because we like to approach games like this or have games where you can do this. Yeah. I was wanting to throw on like something to listen to while I played. And sure. I, because I'm still early on and actively getting new information. I don't want to be too distracted. Yeah, I would say But that's I can right also ball. envision this game as a game that bodes well as a podcast game.
1: Yes, it will it. it will once you have played it enough. I yeah. think I think your sensibilities are right on there where at right now you should probably take in all the information, take in all the story stuff if you care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, you know, when you've beaten a run 4 or 5 times then yeah, throw in a podcast.
0: Yeah. I very much hope and I don't know if this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That Whoever the final boss or whatever. I want one of the last bosses to be someone that I know beforehand. Or I want to be able to encounter and fight. It's sort of like in God of War, you know, you want to fight the biggest god of whatever pantheon that Kratos is fighting at the time. Sure, yeah. I want to fight. I would like to fight Hades if that becomes a thing. I would want to fight, I don't know who the get Hercules or whoever, like, you know. Sure. These different mythological characters, because I'm like, Megara, you're cool and all, never heard of you in my life. Yeah. Uh, so I would like to, to get some more touchstones to mythology I actually have heard of.
1: Yeah. I think I think they do a really good job, not to, I'm not going to spoil whatever you yeah. just asked, but I think they do a really good job of tying in stuff you maybe don't know, or maybe names you know, and also the big stuff, right? Yeah. Your Zeus' and Poseidon's. So. And I can't,
0: you know... I won't complain too much if that doesn't happen because God of War, you know, Balder, we were not familiar with (laughs) Balder. Right. And all of a sudden, Balder is like one of the coolest video game villains of all time. Yeah, exactly. Um, So so if you build a character right, it doesn't matter. Yep. That's all I'll say. I am excited that you are as positive as you are right
1: now. Yeah. I think your room to grow will only grow. So I'm I'm excited for you. I
0: I agree because it was really going to just be, as soon as I get into it, I'm going to know if I, this is at all for me or not. Yeah, we were going to know how you feel about it in the first two yeah. runs. You did. And it, even if I you know, take time away from it and play something else, sure. I envision myself coming back to it somewhat frequently yes. at this point, and we'll see how much it addicts in the next few weeks. Probably. I was
1: going to say, I wonder if this takes place of Slay the Spire and just I becomes your new... Much
0: Slay the, but I haven't played a ton of stuff in the last week or so. Sure. New job, very tired. Yeah. Uh, but still, I wanted to play some of this, and I've enjoyed it. So... Yeah. good awesome now
1: yes you've had your warning we probably went more than 10 minutes there but you've had your warning we're gonna get into 12 minutes spoilers jay doesn't care nope uh and i have of course played the game if you want to play the game pursue it i would give it a not recommend just so you know um so if you're curious about it and don't want to pay for it or don't have game pass which is how i played it uh <coughs> and you want to listen you're more than welcome to if you watch me play it you're more than welcome to stay or you know if you've seen anyone else play it, not just if you watch me play it. But I know some people who watch this uh, are from the are from the Twitch community as well. So if you if you want to avoid spoilers, now is your time to dip. All we're going to do after this is give our recommends, so you can fast forward to that if you want. If you need a dip, that's totally okay. You've watched for forty something minutes. YouTube isn't going to mind algorithm wise if you dip. So,
0: what are your questions? I've heard, and I read like a story synopsis. Sure. Uh, once I heard that a lot of people did not like this game. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's all I needed to hear to know that I'm not going to play it, so right. I'm going to do some research right. on it and just see what's going on. Yeah. I've heard that it's kind of problematic in some ways. Uh,
1: I don't know if I would ascribe that word to it. Uh, I'm sure... Okay, let's just give a rundown of what the story is. Go for it. Because I think this is going to cover a lot of the bases. So, you start out as a man. Your man... I think you're just called man or husband. Sure. Or I think it's husband. Um, you go into your apartment... Your wife, and it's been a week since I played this, so sorry if any of the details are fuzzy. Uh, Your wife has prepared uh, dessert for you to eat. Not dinner, just dessert. Weird. Uh, Didn't bother me at the time, but it's just funny now. Dessert for you to eat. She's like, give me a minute. I need to go get ready. That's fine. So I'm just going to describe it as if it's your first playthrough and you're not taking action. If you don't Mm. know, this game is a time loop game. The whole idea is that you progress the story by taking different actions during the time. It's like Groundhog Day. It, you know, whatever you do during that day, you might progress and find out information that'll help you in the next run, et cetera. Et cetera. So, uh, she comes out with a dessert. She is like, You sit down at the table. She's like, uh, I have a present for you. She gives you the present. It's a baby onesie with the name Dahlia on it. Uh, she was like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, Well, how do you know it's going to be a girl? And she was like, Well, if it's not, it doesn't matter. Uh, like, that's just the name I want because it's, uh, she was like, You know, I named it after your mom. So, okay. So then a knock comes on the door. Uh, also, I should say, the husband is voiced by James McAvoy. The wife is voiced by Daisy Ridley. The man who's knocking at the door is Willem Dafoe. Uh, so he barges in. He says that she's under arrest for murdering her father. Uh, shout out to Patricide, I guess. And uh, she, he basically handcuffs both of you. She's like, what are you doing? I didn't kill my dad. Uh, and he the way that you end the loop the first time if you let everything play out which is what i did is basically he goes over to you to beat you up as leverage to get her to reveal some secret so then once you're like punched or whatever the day resets i guess you died in that timeline so then i'm not gonna get super super into the details but uh to move it forward quite a bit you can set it up to where he gets knocked out uh, by an electrocution shock from, a, from a, uh, a light switch that gets, like, teased earlier. Um, so, you knock him out. You can grab his stuff, tie him up, and then learn a bunch of information about him. Uh, he's called the policeman, I think, in the credits. So, the policeman uh, is basically, he knows about a pocket watch that your wife has from her dad that's apparently very valuable. Okay. Uh, he is trying to steal said pocket watch... To pay for his daughter's cancer medicine uh, because their insurance will not cover it. So th- you find this out through different avenues, but you find this this out. Mm-hmm. So you then hear him say, basically, like uh, the only way I won't like I, the only people I listen to are my mother and my daughter and my mother's dad. It's like okay. So then you can you find out her his daughter's phone number. You can call her, basically tell her. To tell him for them, for... You can tell the daughter, whose name is Bumblebee, in the game, for some reason. Just like a little nickname, I guess. Um, nobody has, like, actual names. Uh So you can tell the daughter to tell Willem Dafoe's character to just stay and give us a chance to explain. Uh, the wife tells you that she did kill her dad. She shot him, uh, because he basically was trying to be abusive toward her, uh... But she shot him on Christmas Day. And then at another point, the cop is like, he died of two gunshot wounds on New Year's Day. So then it's like, wait, what happened here? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead pretty far now. It turns out that (laughs) the dad of this story, your wife's dad, sorry, your father-in-law, your wife's dad had an affair with the maid, whose name was Dahlia, so you are your wife's half-brother. Right. And when this information is revealed to you, you then get in a tussle with the dad, and you shoot him twice. You're the one who killed her dad. And so she gets upset with you because you killed her dad and you are her brother. This is one of the endings. There There are three endings. This is like the main ending that most people get. Um, and at, and at some point the time rewinds cause it's all time loop based, the time rewinds and is like, do you want to basically walk away and not have what we just played through happen? So that was the choice I chose. You could also just choose to keep being incestual with your half sister and, and marrying her. Uh, also for some reason, the cop looks like Willem Dafoe who barges in. Okay. And the dad also looks like Willem Dafoe who barges in. So the cop and the dad have the same character model except for one has hair. But then at some point that guy loses hair. I don't know if that I legitimately don't know if that's a glitch or not. Mm. Um but they both are Willem Dafoe. So that is the overarching story that this game tells you. Now, uh <laughs> There are theories floating around online that make sense but are still annoying that basically Everything up until you shooting the dad happens, and then what the husband imagined is the entire game. Mm. That's why the cop looks like the dad. It's some sort of guilt thing. Uh, the, The pregnancy never happened. The marriage to the wife never happened. It's the all of this was in his head ending, which is the most cliched ending of all time. Sure. So my major problem with the game is the story. The story
0: just... This all happened... All of these big reveals that I just mentioned happened within the last third of the game. See, that's... And that was the question is at what point... Like, uh, so you're playing it. Obviously, you were super excited for it. Yes. At what point did that shift from Uh, excitement to either bewilderment or did you just start to get pissed off?
1: uh, I would say once I... So I joked once there was sort of mention of a brother, basically the police... The cop and the wife kind of talk about what happened and they were like, she remembers... This is another frustration point. She remembers that uh, she has a brother because her mom would just call him the bastard. Uh, And then the cop realizes, oh, the dying words of the dad were bastard. So that's how you figure out that the brother is the one who killed him. Um, That was the point where I was like... I literally joked whenever there was a brother involved. I was like, are we the brother? As a joke. And that was the actual story. Yeah. Because this game is so limited. I love limited casts and things. But this game is so limited... That well, it's not gonna be the cop and it's not gonna be the wife. You have to be the brother. Like, there's no there's no wiggle room in this story. Um, but yeah, the fact that, oh, you're actually the brother and you actually killed her dad, and it's all in your head, those are the most cliches that you could ever put in a game. Um, before then, there is an ending where before you know all this information, you can basically preempt it and say, the wife confesses to the murder, gives the guy the watch because you know about the daughter's cancer. And everyone walks away. And then you just, like, finish by dancing with your wife or whatever. Like, you just talk to her and it's fine. I thought that was going to be the ending. And I was like, all right, that was a little short, but that's fine. I'm cool with this ending. Then there's another, and it resets. And I was like, wait, what? I totally thought this was the ending. It resets again, and I played out a day where the guy, the cop never shows up because you call his daughter and tell him basically not to. There's a different dialogue option. Um... And then you just play out the the wife is pregnant thing. You end the day by getting in bed and having sex. And it's literally an achievement called perfect day. So I was like, oh, it's over. And then it reset again. And that's probably where my bewilderment started, where it's like, okay, you did two false endings. How much more of a game is there? And there was still like an hour and a half, two hours mm. left uh, of a four or five hour game. So I, I was shocked. Um there's also a lot of frustration in the gameplay. So Because of the time loop thing, even if you expect, okay, it's going to be a little repetitive. It's a time loop. Toward the end, you are doing the same four or five things to change one sentence of dialogue. Yeah. And there's no way to, you can speed up some of the dialogue, but there's no way to speed this whole process up. So you're just constantly doing, you're spending 10 minutes to get to one minute of information. 10 minutes to get one, and this goes on for 30 minutes to 40, to an hour. Um. There's so many things I'm frustrated about. But go ahead. I, go with your next question. Oh, man. I just like...
0: So the... So the... Okay. What theory do you believe the most about what actually... Do you think it's actually all in his head? Yes. Is it? Yeah. I okay. think that's I think that was the point. It's like... You think, okay. This whole Groundhog Day thing is just him reliving his grief. I know you mentioned... Because I watched your little videos. Because I wanted... I was taking in all the thoughts about this game. Sure. You said the performances were... I know you said Daisy Ridley was not bad. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, uninspired. Yeah, lackluster, I would
1: say. uh, Because Daisy Ridley was fine. She at least seemed like she was trying. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe is Willem Dafoe, but it seemed like he was just on and off day. Like, everybody feels a little phoned in, except for Daisy Ridley. Um, But James McAvoy was so just nothing Yeah. Like you could have brought me in to read this guy's lines and I'm not anywhere near the actor James McAvoy is but I would would have at least tried more I probably wouldn't have been as good so I think one way they could have boosted this was not hire movie actors and just hire three really competent voice actors like would this game have been the story wouldn't have been any better but would I have enjoyed it more if it was Ashley Johnson Troy Baker and Laura Bailey or well I mean you can make the cop check I guess but (laughs) like you know Nolan North if you just get those three am I going to like it more yeah or make the cop Dave Fenore or something.
0: Like just get voice actors. So I you know, your main gripe is the story. Yes. Obviously we can say you can say, I wish they was a whole different story, whatever. Sure. Is there a thing that's unique though that you could just change in the context of this story that would make it better? Or is it just you gotta throw the baby out with the bathwater and just rewrite the whole thing if it's gonna be good? I
1: think you end it with the the ending that I mentioned, where you like you just have the perfect day or whatever. Because the the problem with this game is it feels like, because it's a thriller, I think that it thinks it needs a twist. Mm. Because they're just like, oh, people are expecting a twist, we have to do a twist. And it just seemed like the most panicky, uh, you're the brother. Like, it just fe- it feels so... None of it feels thought out, especially given the rest of the game... The fact that the realization that she has a brother and the fact that you are the brother comes so late and so quickly after one of another after one another. It's not like they've been planting seeds of this the entire game. I mean, I guess you could say with the Dahlia thing, but you don't know that Dahlia is important until that moment either. So it's not like they've been building up this mystery of, oh, there might be someone else. It's just, oh yeah, she has a brother. Oh yeah, you're the brother. Oh yeah, you killed her dad. That's it. Like that's it. It's that quick and that like
0: it's so unfulfilling. Let's say this were not a video game. Right if there was a movie and maybe they could introduce like some other characters to maybe that way, maybe you don't have to be the brother. Like some of these twists can be like involving other characters. Would that be like an improvement to like the story structure? I think,
1: I think so. Because I mean, I, I said in my review, like this game, because of the actors, because of who produced it, because of the way it's, it's played out and the gameplay is not super important. It feels like it's embarrassed to be a video game. Mm. Like it feels like it really wants to be a movie, but they just couldn't do like, you know, this was in development as a game. So they just made a game. Um, I don't think the movie would be good. Sure, because I think the cliches would still be very apparent. Um, but I think it makes way more sense story wise as a movie with a shocking twist, like almost like a Wild Things, where it's kind of campy and ridiculous, as opposed to a game that wants to take itself so seriously. I was say,
0: is it is there any humor at all?
1: Not really. No, that's the other thing. Like it takes itself. I think this game. Is like pompous as a game, which I didn't even know was a thing a game could be. But it's, it it feels very snooty. It feels very artsy in a way that I don't even like. And I, you know, I love art. Um, it feels like it just thinks so so highly of itself, and I think I said this in my review too. But like, it tries so hard to be original that it comes all the way back around is and is the most basic cliched
0: thing in the world. Yeah, I hadn't even considered it. It makes so much sense what you said that like. Uh, oh, well, uh, one other question I did have. Sure. Is, is an actual run about 12 minutes long? Is that the point?
1: Uh, maybe. No, well, it's 12 minutes before midnight is okay. the, where the 12 minutes comes. How I'm, long is a... Typically- that's a good question. I It totally depends on what paths you take. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it can range anywhere from like... Uh, maybe the last run is 12 minutes. I didn't really pay attention, but you can definitely end a run in like four.
0: Gotcha. If you make the wrong moves. So that being said, it made so much sense when you said that there's three characters pretty much in this story what are they going to do introduce a fourth character then all of a sudden that's the twist like, right. No, it does make perfect sense It's like oh the brother oh well you're the brother yeah because you have to be
1: yeah there's no other option uh, yeah I'm I'm so disappointed I, I, I said in my review that like I retroactively want to take away all the hype I had for this game yeah. and, and maybe influence other people to want to play it because I'm very glad I had Game Pass already and I didn't pay money for this because mm. I would I would be pretty upset um,
0: yeah this is the most disappointed I've been in a game maybe ever if you had to put a score on it, oh god, because I know this is, has to be a weird game to score. Because obviously you're taking a lot of things into account. Sure, but I have to assume that because this is such a story-based game, yeah, and that the story is the main crux of your issues with yeah. it, that your score would be pretty low.
1: Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know how much how I don't know how much redeeming it can do of itself. Say,
0: before we, is there anything positive that you would have to say about?
1: It? Like, it's. It tries? <laughs> That's probably my
0: only like real... Like, the concept and the structure is cool.
1: Sure, yeah. The selling point is interesting. Um, it tries something new. It's going to be applauded for that. But, yeah, I'm thinking like a 2? Really? Yeah, I don't really see any reason to play this unless you're just morbidly curious. Mm. Now, I know people... Uh, a friend of mine played it last night, rated me, and they said they really enjoyed it. That's totally fair. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to enjoy it. Obviously, everything's so subjective, but uh, I, I this, mo- or this game reminds me... In a way of hereditary, uh, which I notoriously don't like. Sure. Um, in the fact that, like, to me, hereditary was sort of indicative of how many horror films you've watched. Because
0: Absolutely. I, I see where you're saying there.
1: I think that it could, like, to me, it felt very cliched, but if you don't watch a lot of horror films, then it may not. I think with this game, it's very similar, but how many, like, thriller stories you've consumed. Whereas, if you've not consumed... And I'm not saying if you like this game that you haven't consumed a lot of thrillers. That's not what I'm saying. But, I think it's a possibility that because I consume this type of media a lot, uh, the fact that it went with the most basic, oh, you're related to her thing is is so disappointing. Um, and then, like, the gameplay is not super fun. The puzzles are okay. Uh, it doesn't really guide you in any way. That doesn't bother me too much, but I know some people have had a lot of trouble with the puzzles. Um... I think there are no- there are limited enough options of what to do that you eventually get there just yeah. through brute force. Uh, I would also say the animations look pretty janky. <laughs> like, this game overall looks kind of bad visually. Um, it is top-down. We knew that going in, but, like, the character models aren't great. Uh, they almost over-animate, so, like, when you're sitting down, you'll just see your character, like, do one of these Where you're just kind of... It's, like, way too over-animated. It looks really weird. Um, Yeah, I don't know that there's a lot that I would say is really positive about the game. Even the... Like, you would think even the acting performances, but even those kind of fail to to warrant any sort of inspiration. So, not a high-scoring game on my my, uh, end at all.
0: Yeah. I found here... And I had read this write-up. It's from Kotaku. Mm -hmm. And it says, 12 minutes might have the worst video game ending of the year. (laughs) And they sort of go into this little repetitive lead which makes sense uh, and nice. I like
1: yeah that's very good it's
0: like 12 minutes I'm just going to read some of this cause I think this is a really good summation yeah, go for of it. why I don't even want to touch the game sure 12 minutes is or at least should be a game about trauma it is but it isn't yeah it is but it isn't what does that even mean? Start the story over. 12 Minutes is a game about <laughs> a man cute. stuck in a time loop. The time loop gives him the opportunity and impetus to do terrible things to his wife. <laughs> there are moments where it made me feel sick. And this is the article that prompted me to ask you about it being problematic. Right. Getting there but not enough interest for not enough context for a real thesis. Try again. 12 Minutes released one week after Boyfriend Dungeon, a queer action RPG dating sim hybrid which was met with immediate controversy over what some claim to be inadequate content warnings. Right. 12 Minutes asks you to drug your wife upwards of a dozen times does. as you puzzle your way through torturing a man into giving up plot <laughs> critical information. That's so true. Yeah. The same discourse has not repeated itself yeah. despite a complete lack of content warnings. Mm-hmm. Closer but wordy. <laughs> Twelve Minutes is a game about hurting everyone around you as an excuse to process your own trauma. Yep, it is in its most hopeful and generous reading a game about a bad man trying to be better. I do not think it deserves that reading. It does, however, deserve the quiet storm brewing over its true ending. Good enough for now. And then the article goes on uh, into that's pretty a much a plot write-up. synopsis. Who wrote, who wrote that? That's great. Well, let's see here. It is from Renata Price
1: at Kotaku. Shout out to Renata. That's an amazing write up. Yeah, that's 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 another element that I didn't even get into. It's like. There's so much unnecessary just shit that you have to do in this game. Now, I I guess I kind of excuse it as we're as I was playing. That's again, that's a great insight because as I was playing, I was like, oh, well, this these are necessary evils, right? We I, we have to do this in order to get to whatever this revelation is for these characters to come out happy, you know, or whatever to get to the truth. And then the truth sucks. So all that bad shit that you have to do doesn't feel necessary even more anymore.
0: Yeah. This last, it's the next to last paragraph in this article. And after they'd gone through pretty much all the contextualizing of the plot. Basically they're saying, this attempt to present itself as smart and serious and worthy of intellectual rigor has seeped into 12 Minutes every pour, including its marketing rollout. Of course it opens with an orchestra tuning. That's how you know it's smart. Of course course they secured major actors for its voice cast. That's how you know it's serious. Of course terrible things happen over and over and over again. How else would you know it is worthy of intellectual rigor? Mm. I have heard people call the game's twist edgy, and I think they're wrong. 12 Minutes isn't edgy. It's desperate. That's an
1: amazing way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, and it's. I think that sort of rationalizes some of the stuff I was saying earlier, right? Like how pompous it feels, how masturbatory at times it feels. Like I think. It, uh, I think in my review, I was like, I feel about this how most people feel about really artsy shit. Yeah, which is like it's 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 pompous and it's masturbatory and it's just ridiculous. Uh, so I. Yeah, I feel a little justified. Thank you. Shout out to Renata. That was a great write-up.
0: And, you know, given that opinion and your opinion, all the other opinions I've seen, the vibe that I just get from the game is that the creators and the writers, and even maybe the actors to a certain extent, felt as though they were making something a gift to us plebeian consumers, Yeah, thinking that they're smarter than us, and you know I hate that. Yes, that's
1: true. Yeah, it feels like, oh, gamers have never experienced a story like this. It's like we watch
0: movies. I don't know I don't know why yeah, you the think the change in medium doesn't automatically justify it. Right, exactly.
1: Uh yeah. I, I would not buy this game. That's my and I barely ever say that. Like a lot of times I can see the you know, people who might be into it angle. I was the type of person who would be into this and I hated it. Yeah. So. so play I guess play it on
0: GameCast or Game Pass if you're morbidly curious. Yes, and that's, that's about the all o- you can That's say. the
1: only use case I could say, yeah.
0: All right. Congratulations. You've made it to the other end of the spoiler section of twelve minutes. Tanner didn't like it. Yep, that is, there's your spoiler. D- don't, don't buy it. I plan not to. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up with a recommendation. Yeah. Tanner, what is yours? Mine is uh, a program called Launchbox. A program, you say?
1: Yes, it is a. I'll if it if ties into games. Uh, So this is the program that I use to uh, play emulators and ROMs on my living room PC. Uh, It is a completely, if you want to, you can just control it with a controller. Uh, It is basically like a Steam library or something like that for uh, retro games, for ROMs and emulators. So, uh, it's like Steam Big Picture mode. You can customize it to look however you want. Um, I have a really cool theme on it. It makes playing old games so easy. Uh, I think you have to once for it i think it's like five bucks or yeah. something it was very cheap uh completely worth it if you're into old school gaming especially if you have like an old computer lying around that you want to turn into a living room pc uh this is one of the best ways i've found to do it uh because you can basically just turn on your computer run it all from your controller and you're good to go so shout out to Launchbox if you may if you don't know about that shout, and big box is like there. sorry one's one is the li- i forget which one's which Big Box might be the premium one that you can launch and do the thing with, but Big Box and Launch Box go together, and they're great resources for organizing all your ROMs and stuff. Gotcha.
0: So Big Box and Launch Box three thousand yes. make up the Outcast <laughs> of retro gaming. You got okay, it. Good deal. Uh, my recommendation is going to be to a very specific sliver of people. Okay. Because to the people who have not yet played Horizon Zero Dawn, uh huh, who have a PS five, right who, if, even if you picked it up on... I assume it probably ran at 60 frames on PC if they put it out on PC. Probably, I yeah. Wrong. I think it did. So, I think that was a big part of it. For the people who have a PS5... <laughs> but did, haven't played Horizon. Who, but haven't played Horizon, which is a very small... You might as well play it now that the patch is, you know, 60 frames is out now. Yeah. Because Horizon Forbidden West is probably going to be the first game that has a legitimate argument to be like the killer app of the PS5. Sure. Um, Especially now that we've, you know... Continually soured on Deathloop, even you know, the (laughs) poor old old Deathloop, Deathloop, uh, which comes out very soon. So we'll see how you know it actually reviews. And impressions were this week were actually pretty good by a lot of people in the wake of Gamescom. But that's kind of what everyone thought about the game to begin with, yeah. It's been overexposed, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Play Horizon, it's a great, arguably, um, one of the all time best, uh, unique IPs that PlayStation has ever come up with. Totally. And one that's probably going to be around for the next 10-15 years if yeah, I had to guess. So I agree. Dive into that. Next week will be episode 20. Whoa. And maybe we'll do a little celebration of some kind. Oh. You never know. The big two zero. We might figure something out. If not, we might just argue over our fantasy football teams <laughs> because we're <laughs> drafting tonight as we said. We are. So we might, we'll let you at least know how that went. Sure. But until then, we're tapping out.